manic, pertaining to or affected by excessive excitement or enthusiasm, craze. This is Manic Mindset. It's time for another Manic episode with Haley and Lynn. Join us each week as we dive down the rabbit hole of navigating life while being hyper-focused on success. Our Manic moments are where some of our best ideas come from. We not only embrace the chaos, we thrive in it. Hey, hey, welcome back to Manic Mindset. This week we are talking about that part. That part. So that part is something we say way too much Mm -hmm. and it kind of encompasses all the things it's like when i agree with you you're like that part or when i don't agree with you that part it's like bitch it's universal <laughs> you can be excited and you're like bitch right i'm ready for the weekend you're like bitch right you fucked up that part all the things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so i feel like this like all is in alignment with being self-aware and you know understanding who you are Mm -hmm. and the people understanding who you are that are around you because there's a lot the reason that we say it like that part is because you know in the tone that I use it Mm -hmm. if I'm upset if I'm agreeing if I disagree Mm -hmm. you have to execute it perfectly yeah it's got to be well timed Mm -hmm. (laughs) at the right moment yeah but you mentioned knowing who you are being self-aware first off this is a trigger I cannot, I cannot stand people that have no idea who they are. I can't. When they pretend to be something that they're not, like, I'm an alpha. I'm an alpha. I'm an alpha. Just keep doing it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, becomes alpha time. And they get called out. Mm-hmm. And an alpha went away with the tail between their legs. If you have to say it so many times yeah. and scream it from the rooftop, you're absolutely a fucking beta. Just... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> like I usually can tell who an alpha is in a room pretty quickly. They're usually not the loudest one in the room. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. They're like chill. They're calm. They're taking confident. They take it all in. They don't have to tell people mm-hmm. that they don't take no shit from no one. Mm-hmm. They don't have to puff off their chest. They don't have to let anybody know who they are. Mm-hmm. Everybody already knows who you are. You just kind of exude it. It's like yeah. confidence. It's confidence. You either have it or you don't. Right. And, and you don't have to be an alpha either. Like, it's okay not to be that. Mm-hmm. It's okay to just chill. But I also, like, I take great pride in, like, not being that kind of person. Like, I, I'm very good about, like, this is who I am. I am who I am. And either you like me or you don't. And I'm mm-hmm. okay with that because there's people that I cater to mm-hmm. and there's people that you cater to. Mm-hmm. And not everybody's going to like you. And if you, <laughs> let me tell you something, whether you're self-aware or not, Everybody else has already got your number, Mm -hmm. okay? So if you are an awful person and you're walking around like freaking Mother Teresa over here, maybe you even believe it, right? Mm -hmm. God, that's the worst one. That's the worst part of this whole thing is when not only are you not self-aware, but you've drank your old goddamn (laughs) Kool-Aid. I cannot. That's usually like somebody who's like super politically like strong, you know. I hate it so much. Drink their own Kool-Aid. They believe everything they say. Everything you believe your own bullshit. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. bought into it. Mm -hmm. But even if you bought into your bullshit, most I would say most people in the room, maybe ninety nine percent of the people in the room, are aware of your bullshit, even when you're not. Oh yeah. God. I usually can pick it out. Like the last episode, we talked about the seed planters. Mm -hmm. You know, like I can tell when a seed's being planted. 
I can tell when you're gaslighting me. Yeah. Sometimes I'll let you do it. Mm-hmm. Thinking you're doing it. Yeah. And then I'm like, mm, totally tried to gaslight me. It did not work. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can tell when someone's like trying to talk me out of something because they like the idea, but they don't want me to do it. Mm-hmm. And they're like starting to talk me out of it. I'm like, what? Okay, cool. Yeah. I already knew it was a good idea. I was just trying to share it with you, but if you want to be yeah, stupid, be I'm stupid. I'm all about that. But, you know, really being self-aware and being aware of the people that are around you is important. And then if you are an alpha, you know, or you are... I. I don't, am I an alpha? I don't know. I would say yeah. But I ain't scared of a little confrontation either. But you know what? I think the reason that you just questioned that is because a person that actually is an alpha is adaptable. So maybe I'm an alpha, but I know when it's time to shut up and be quiet. Or I know what room I'm in. So I know when to act like one and when to maybe lock it away for a minute. Yeah. And I feel like people... I definitely, I don't know if I never knew if I was an alpha only do I think I was is because when I have to do uncomfortable things, mm-hmm. I do not shy away from it. Yeah. I do not put it on somebody else. You're okay being uncomfy. I'm not okay with it. Okay. I don't like it. But I mean, you do but it. Do that, it. that does mean you're okay with it though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with it's it. Not gonna, you're not going to feel comfortable. No. The whole point is being uncomfy. Once I decide, I'm going to do it. I'm going to tear off that Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will do it. Yeah. I will absolutely do it. But I think that goes hand in hand with that, like, when to carry it in your back pocket, right? Yeah. Like, I think that to be a, I hate that we're saying alpha so much, but Ugh. to be that kind of person, you have to have the ability to, what we talk about a lot, read a room, right? Mm-hmm. Be adaptable, evolve. There are certain times when you know to play that card and when I know to play that card. Yeah. And we're very good at, being in the same room knowing when to pull it oh yeah i'll look at you and be like this one's not for me yeah <laughs> there's certain times like you just know but this that also comes me. hand in hand with whether i'm in that room or not you knowing when to use your card and when to not yeah because there has been times you were like put it in the box and lock it away Haley. don't do it it's not the time it's not, it's the, not the time, time. don't do it. i'm gonna do it no you're not i did it you, you are very much like and i i don't mean this in a mean way at all you are you have that streak of like i don't care whose feelings i hurt and sometimes I have to be like, no mean girl shit. Yeah. No mean girl shit. Yeah. But you don't do it in a way of ever having an intention of hurting somebody. No, I do it with a pa- I have passion. Yeah. But it's okay if your feelings get hurt along the way because I'm going to knock you out of that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I do have to be like, mm, shoot, nope, Mm-mm. stop it. Quiet time. <laughs> quiet, quiet <laughs> inside time. thought, inside thought. Inside thought, yeah. <laughs> um, but you are right. I know how to lock it down. I know how to read a room. I know how to put it in in the back in the box and be quiet when I need to be quiet. But the reason being though, is because I respect other people's opinions Mm -hmm. and I respect other people that are smarter than me that are better than me. Like I know, like as that leader, I need to be able to evolve and learn from those around me. So there are times where I will put it right away around certain people that I'm like, I need to take this moment and absorb what they're saying to other people, what they're doing, how they're moving. Mm-hmm. Because I truly, half the time, those people don't even know that they're mentoring me and they are. It's a, first off, it's a card to play. It's not an outright, it's not your freaking personality trait. Stop it. Like it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't create who you are. Right. It's just a characteristic that you have. And it's a card that you play. And if you're smart and if you're good at business, you play it at the right times and you put it away the rest of the time. Right. 
because I will kill him with kindness. I will be professional. I will do all those things. And not for nothing, you're never going to see it coming. When I need to take it out, it's out. That sounds so gross. That sounded dirty. Yeah. <laughs> but I need to whip it out. Yeah. <laughs> I whip it out. But I think having a good business mindset, especially when it comes to negotiating, to having an upper hand in times, I'm not talking about socially, I'm talking about like business, like mm-hmm. making a move that makes sense, having an upper hand in that way, you might not ever see it coming. Right. That I'm going to knock you off your block. Right. Right. And again, it's not with malicious intentions. It's yeah. you are not scared to stand up for yourself. But I'm not here to manipulate you. Like whoever I'm here to you are, you. be true to who you are. Mm-hmm. Do it with a good heart, a kind heart. Lead with good intentions. Even as someone who will say the alpha word, right? Mm-hmm. If that's truly what you believe you are, is are you saying that out loud because you're mean? And you're like, you should be scared of me? Yeah, it's not an excuse for bad behavior. Right. Or are you saying, I am this? Because in my mind, if you really think of what an alpha is, they're a leader. Mm-hmm. People look up to them because they make good leadership things things happen. They ha- make good decisions for those people around them. They sacrifice their life for the pack. And so if you really think about that word, mm-hmm. when people go around throwing it away, well, I'm, I'm the alpha, I'm the alpha. Okay, well, the alpha has a pack and they get along with others mm-hmm. and they're leaders and they don't single people out. There's only an alpha if there's a pack. Somehow, you can't be on your own with that. become in this this year, 2023 of our Lord, it has become this excuse for douchebagness. Yeah. And I don't understand where that misconception came from. Yeah. Because like you said, it means one thing. It's something you could aspire to be. I think being a good leader. Like, when you said a, a beta, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can totally be that and, and take that and be an amazing person with that mm-hmm. and be this, you can still be a leader mm-hmm. with that and, aspects and, yeah. and aspects and do it differently. You know, you can hone in on who you are. You just, I, I, I guess people think that that's a bad thing to be, but I think that's mm-hmm. a great thing to be. Mm-hmm. I think that's someone who can conform to a lot of things. I think mm-hmm. that's someone who can get along with a lot of people. I think that's someone who it's leads like a with chameleon. kindness. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just um, don't like that people have turned this like this goal of being an alpha into this thing where you're like this dominating, ridiculous presence. Like yeah. that you're misunderstanding. If you think that that's what that is, that's like that guy in like a wife beater top. <laughs> like, yes. You know, exactly. you can yes. picture exactly who yeah. I'm talking about, right? Yeah. At the bar. It's like that guy at the bar the one time where he was like, this is a this is an extra drink. I already should drink it. We were like, hmm. It's a no. It's, Sorry. Feels unsafe. It feels unsafe. And he literally took a sip and was like, come on, if I roofied it, would I be drinking it? And Liv looked up and down and went, you look like a guy who'd roofie himself, just to make a point. <laughs> like, that's the guy that thinks he's an alpha and is on top of the bar like, I'm an alpha. Like, you don't understand what that means then. Yeah, no. But I don't know when it occurred in society that it became this, like, thing. But it's not that. It's, that's not that. That's not that. <laughs> that part. Yes. That <laughs> that's part. That's not that. Yeah. No, for sure. I agree with you. That's that alpha stuff that you have secondhand embarrassment for. Like she just roasted you in this college bar in downtown Charleston <laughs> and hurt all your feelings. Every every last one of them. <sighs> and it's just secondhand embarrassment because you don't know who you are. Or you don't know what that word means. Like I just. No. Agree. No accountability. No self-awareness. That part. You just tried really hard to convince us to drink a drink that didn't have a 
a roofie in it. I'm now I want to test it because I want 100% guarantee you it's in there. <laughs> Only you're testing it out of the group so we can all keep you safe. Yes. <laughs> Someone come over here and take a sip of this. Yeah, <laughs> now yeah. watch what happens. Oh my God, some date rate drug in there. Oh my gosh. Uh, but I think that uh, there's... I, I really hate this whole episode because it's such a trigger for me, these people that are not self-aware. But I think people will be out here swearing that they are fighting demons and they've got dealt the worst hand and they've just made it through all these things and it's all this poor me. When in fact, the entire time, they're fighting the consequences of their own actions. Oh. Like you, and I don't have sympathy for that. I can have sympathy and we've talked about this a lot lately. I can respect somebody even if you're a jerk, even if you're rude and you're mean, I can almost respect it if that's your that's your consistency, right? Yeah. But if you're barking up this tree and you're this and you're that and I'm this way and, and you're that way, whatever it is, and then when push comes to shove, you become a complete shell on the floor in a fetal position because you don't have a backbone. What? Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to be the loudest one in the room and you stay the loudest one in the room and it's just truly who you are, I might not like it. But I can kind of get behind it, right? Right. I can respect this, like, ridiculous personality and attitude that you have. But if you're loud and you're this and you're that, and then you suddenly back down immediately at any sign of kind of like a push against that, now I don't. Now I really have no respect for you. No, and now you're, like, confused, and they, you, you can no longer trust them. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I can trust somebody who backs up who they are, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said, if you're a jerk and that's just who you are – you know, come by it honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't really have to like. I don't like it. it. I don't. I'm not saying I like it, yeah. but I'm just kind of like I could probably still get the truth from you. Yeah, and I can kind of respect like you know I'm gonna talk a lot of shit. What's that Cardi B song? I'm gonna back it up. Yeah, like that's that song. Like you can you can say whatever you want to say, backing but if you up. are, I'm the queen of talking shit, but I'm backing, backing it up. up. Yeah, back, <laughs> back, backing it up. I'm the queen of talking shit and I'm backing it up. Yeah, I just, the song just came like to that, my take head. A drink. Yeah, see? Um, no, but you, like that whole song literally embodies my point is that it is, you can be, you can be a shithead, right? Mm-hmm. But I can respect it if that's your consistency. If that's just where you run at, I can respect it. Yeah. If you run your mouth all the time and you come across the right person who wants to test that theory and mm-hmm. you continue to run your mouth, I'm kind of like, Okay. They held up, right? Yeah. But if you test that theory and your response is to run as quick as you can, it'll suddenly be like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Never mind. I didn't mean I'm it. I'm very mean much it. the type of person like, mm, let's just let's just all sit down and let's just all chat about this together. We can fight. <laughs> See, I don't like to fight though. <laughs> no, I don't either. I don't. I mean will, physically, but I don't want to. I don't even. It doesn't have to be physically because I'll do that shit too. But it doesn't have See, to be I physically. Won't do that. It can be verbally. I can hurt your feelings both ways. You decide. Yeah, I know. You got a wicked little tongue there. I do. Don't mm. get me fired up. Especially oh, on the keyboard, too. Oh, it's so my scary. Favorite. It's oh, my favorite. That's so scary. <laughs> I'm glad I'm on your side. I'm glad you're on my side. I, that's why That's why I, I lean towards the no mean girl shit, and I try to keep all that in check. Because I'm like a, I don't even want it. This sounds so bad, because I'm not a reformed mean girl. I've never been a mean girl. But I'm a reformed. I've learned there's a time and a place. And I'm not going to like air shit out all the time. Some things aren't worth my time. I've done a really lot of work on a really lot of work. That was not freaking English. A whole lot, a lot of weird, weird <laughs> A whole lot of, lot of stuff. Um, I've done a lot of work on myself. And I know we've talked about before, like healing, not healed. 
Yeah. I've done a lot of work. I, I've learned that I don't have to have the last word. I've learned mm-hmm. that I can't convince you to see my way. I've done a lot of growth in that aspect. Um, but these hands ready for everybody. So maybe not test that theory. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I've done a lot of work on that too. What used to hurt my feelings doesn't really hurt my feelings anymore. And what I used to, what used to keep me up at night mm-hmm. doesn't really keep me up at night anymore. The thoughts of what other people think about me. I don't really, I mean, I don't want to say I don't really care, but I don't. And I don't because the people that I've aligned myself with in my life are such genuine human mm-hmm. beings that I feel so good about it. They let me be me. There are certain people that can hurt your feelings, but the people that don't matter no longer hurt your feelings. Correct. Mm-hmm. And the, the the people that are around me, they let me be me unapologetically within reason. They also hold me accountable when you've taken that too far. Right. And when then I do have some people that are try to tell me like who I am or whatnot. And I'm just like, "Mm, don't need to hear it from you. Don't really care. You know, I don't really want your opinion. And the reason I don't is because I worked really hard at becoming this person that is not a doormat for others. So when you think I'm being mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not being mean. I'm setting a boundary. I'm setting a boundary of what behavior I will accept in my life and who I will allow in my life. And if I don't like it, Mm -hmm. I tell you that I don't like it. As you should. And the reason I tell people right away when I don't like something and I, I do not hold it in is for transparency. So they're not blindsided mm-hmm. in a month from now when they're wondering why I haven't really interacted with them. Well, you and I had this discussion about how I didn't like something and I didn't really care for that. And that's not how I roll. And now you're wondering why we aren't hanging out. Well, I made a conscious decision, Mm -hmm. family, friend, whoever you are, that I could not allow that in my headspace. So I definitely have learned that there is a difference between being mean and just being very bold and upfront and and honest of what I will allow and what I accept in my life. You're allowed to set your own expectations. That goes with family, though, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't want my friends out here thinking that, oh, she's talking to me or what? Mm -hmm. No, I'm not talking to you. Mm -hmm. If you feel like I am, then whatever. If you feel that, that's a you problem. Mm -hmm. But I have cut out family members. And I did that because they were bad people. Mm -hmm. And what made them a bad people is they feel like they hit a certain age and they get this freedom pass to be an asshole Mm -hmm. whenever they want. Trust me, I'm the first call when someone in the family wants me to check somebody else. That's that douchebag audacity. I don't know where these people get it, but it's not an all-time high. They'll be like, hey, like, can you call and like have a conversation with them? You're damn right I can. Let me just exercise That's my, my rights pastime. right now. <laughs> yes. like, tap me in, Tap man. me in and wait. let me tell them that you don't get a free asshole card. You I do s- not I get my that. favorite thing to find somebody that lives on freaking cloud nine where they think that nothing affects them and there's no consequences to any actions and when someone's like i've tried all the reasonable things please bring them back down to earth oh i know kicking that stool off from under them i can't it's It's my favorite thing it's usually the people that are like old too the people that deserve it i and i live for a good takedown i'm here for it it's always my grandma (laughs) (laughs) she's these grandmas man she's out here wiling she is wild we're, it's gonna be us though you know one day our grandkids are gonna be like my grandma tell everybody how she feels and i'm like no ma'am no my grandma trolls people off facebook come get her that's gonna be our grandkids one day my grandma will pick up her freaking mm-hmm. landline and troll everybody mm-hmm. okay i ain't never 
I have my never seen. My brain had to load for a minute. Like I heard it and then I really took it in. Yeah. I have never seen anybody troll somebody, pe- so many people at once I every mean, day on a daily basis. So this shit grandma. keeps her awake want, at night. I want to go toe to toe. Let's put her on a freaking episode. Let's oh get God, her real life it. values and how she really it. thinks. Girl, so sideways. That'd be so funny. Yeah. I would live for it. But I think that goes back to if you, and I know we've talked about before, like if you're questioning something, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. You're probably right. Did I take it too far? Probably. That's that's my big thing, man. Don't take the genie out of the bottle. We can't put it back in, okay? <laughs> if you activate the asshole, that's on you. Yeah. But I will, I, I will not like... I'll not feel bad about things, but like, especially like there are some things I feel bad about, like Eric. Sometimes I come at Eric and then I'm kind of like, hmm, one year, not too long ago, not too many years ago, my new year's resolution to myself was to stop being such a bitch to my husband because I just, at least it wasn't a wish. Cause you said it out loud now and it won't come true. Yeah, I know. I think that man lives a cush, cush life now. Okay. He gets whatever he wants. I'll let him fool you. <laughs> <laughs> but there was like, I actively had to make a decision to be like, that's not your little friend. Be nice. Like, knock it off. Yeah. Like, you don't need to be so mean. But it's hard sometimes when you live with somebody and they're just, like, in your space because you get that super comfortable, right? Like, I'll give a fuck if I hurt your feelings. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what I think. I do the same thing. And if you're in my face all the time. Like, he came in today where I set up the podcast and he kept popping in. And I happened to be writing on the dry erase board behind the door. So he kept hitting me with the door as he popping in. And, like, the third time I was like, what do you need? He was like, God, I'm just trying to hang out, say hi. And I was like, but why though? Because he's been at home by himself all day long. But that shit makes me snap because I'm like, you had access to me for 45 minutes and didn't have a word. Now I'm trying to work and you're like, what's up guys? Get out. <laughs> it's because his best friend's here. Right? But I have to remind myself sometimes like he's just trying to be nice and hang out. So sometimes I have to be sorry as an asshole. Like, and accountability, accountability. But sometimes you, yourself, you can though. feel, yeah, sometimes you can feel it happening. Sometimes, especially as a woman, sometimes I know it's happening and I just can't stop it. I can't control it. But be accountable. I'll that apologize part. later. That part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think like it all also comes in alignment with doing things for others. How am I going to try and say this? Because it's going to sound really weird, but... I think there's people who do things for others because they really want to. And then there's people who do things for others because they feel like they have to because the manipulative side of them says if they don't, they won't get something else out of it that they need out of it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because I'm mm-hmm. like literally holding my my head here with my eyes closed because I'm trying to. You have You can't make yourself be a good person with bad intentions. Mm-hmm. You need to be a good person without wanting something out of it. If you're doing things, expecting something out of it, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Um, you be really honest have with to, yourself about it. Yeah. And I think, and I don't know if that gives you a free pass to say like, I'm totally doing this mm-hmm. because this is what I want. Yeah. I know that I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay because I've said it out loud. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It can't be like that, you know? And it, I mean, that's how you move. But I also think as a person who's receiving that, you should be able to read that, or I hope that you can see that it's with ill intentions mm-hmm. or that it's with manip- manipulative intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a life skill is being able to pick up on when you're being manipulated. Yeah. And I That's, think that that will get you far. Because if you know what to expect from someone, then not that it makes it okay, not that it makes it something you should have to put up with, 
but makes an equal playing field. Mm-hmm. Like if I know there are certain friends, there's nothing wrong with those friends, but maybe they're just not a friend that like, they're not a back porch friend, right? They're not somebody I call to do these things with. But if I happen to see them out and we get a drink together, I'm having a great time. Yeah. But it's surface, right? Yeah. It's surface. That doesn't mean they want anything from me or vice versa. But when you know what you're getting into, that person's not going to be butthurt if like I get married and they're not at my wedding. Right. Like you know where you fall with people. And it's the same thing with intentions. If I see what you're doing, it can't hurt me. Right. It can't catch me off guard. Not that I have to match that or allow that, but I also don't have to care about it either. Right. If I know where you're coming from, I know who you are, I know how you stand, I'm just going to take what is happening, keep it moving. So the whole thing about that part mm-hmm. is, I I, tr- I think, and let me correct me if I'm wrong, is really being able to pick out when something is a that part mm-hmm. and a that part. Yeah. Right? It's really about behaviors and being able to understand when people are are leading with a good intention or a bad intention or if they're saying they're one thing when they're really not they're a Mm -hmm. different thing the whole concept of that part came from we us meaning you and I we understand what that part Mm -hmm. means when we say it because of the way that we're using it well it's like when you're like whether you're on a date or you're with your friend or in a group and somebody says something and like we just exchange a look and we don't have to say shit, but we mm-hmm. we both clocked it. We're going to talk about it later. Yeah. Like because that's that reading a room thing that comes into play. And it, <laughs> I think it's just funny because some people say something and I'll see us exchange a look. I'll see somebody else exchange a look with their person. I kind of see this stuff going on and I'm kind of like, I noticed it. Why didn't you as the sayer of that thing notice it? That everybody kind of had a reaction, a quiet guttural reaction to it. Yeah. But like the kids will come home and they're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't like this. Or like we were at a store one time and I was kind of like clocking this guy kind of like in my space. And Brooklyn was kind of like, that guy's making me feel uncomfortable. And I was like, well, he's okay. Like I'm right here. You're good. We're, you know, I'm watching it. We got in the car and she was like, that was weird that it made me feel weird. And I was like, yeah, but listen to that shit. Cause that shit will keep you safe. Oh yeah. That shit is why you're not going to end up in his trunk at some point today. Because <laughs> you were part. like, I got it. <laughs> I got I seen it. it. I seen <laughs> like, it, yeah. But listen to that in life. And I think that's such a good skill, being able to pick up on those little cues. Not necessarily microaggressions because they're not always, someone doesn't always have an ill intelligence, right? But picking up on the way that something made you feel, the way that something impacted the room. Like, I'm a person of, I keep tallies. Mm-hmm. You made me feel it once. Then it happened again. Mm-hmm. Third time, I'm kind of like, mm, my wall has been completely yeah. put up. Yeah. And now I've have, I have you pegged and now I'm done with it. You know, and so you have to give yourself the opportunity to, you know, give yourself a little grace, give them a little grace. You can totally lock it down instantly if you want to. That might be really hard to get along with everybody. Or shut those doors quick. <laughs> shut them, you can shut them quick. Or I feel like the way that I lead in in that in that way of I tell them how I feel, mm-hmm. what I don't like, what I do like, and if they come back and they've accepted that and we're able to move through that, I'm like this could be a person that's part of my life. I mean, even you and I, we have discussed things like that and been able to get through it you know, and really come on the other end of it and 
be I don't know who's behind us right now, Eric's but I can't behind stop. her in the window. <laughs> Such a creep. No, but no, the I think one of the things you said is like point it out to them. Because mm-hmm. you ever come across somebody, and especially working at the school, we joke around a lot, like that person's never been told no in their entire life and it shows. Yeah. That person's never been knocked down a peg. They've never been told they've hurt someone's feelings. They've never been held accountable. Even as kids, you can see it in some people. But point it out. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Lead with good intentions. Lean with kindness. You may point that out to somebody and their reaction, then be very receptive. Like, I've never been told I bother people that way. Right. Like something that I was never aware I did until I was an adult and meeting Eric, pointing it out. Like my way to connect with people is to show you that I have something similar that occurred for me, right? So I have this thing that I never knew I did where like someone's like, oh my God, this crazy thing happened. I'm like, oh my God, that's happened to me. And in right. my mind, I'm like, we're, we're relating, we're connecting. Yeah. And Eric's like, some people feel that way. And some people are like, well, you just, you just one up me. And I'm like, oh my God, that's not what I was trying to do. I was trying to be like, oh my God, same. Yeah. And he's like, but some people read it as like, that was, girl, that was my story. It was my moment. I'm like, oh my God, I never knew that I do that to some people. And right. some people take it certain ways, right? So point it out to them. Like point it out to them. Give them the ball in their court. See what they do with it. They either grow from it, they learn well, from it, or they're Well, and that's why I bring like, up me. the point with you and I. I think we've, we had like, early on in our friendship, we had something that, you know, we discussed, we talked about, and mm-hmm. we were able to move through that and we i knew then that mm-hmm. because we came out on the other side of that with conversation and stuff that we were we were going to be friends forever because yeah. of that because we went through a moment where it wasn't just like fine she don't like what i have to say i'm not friends with her anymore no yeah we discussed it and it wasn't a fight it was like no. a, it was literally like a discussion it was definitely a discussion mm-hmm. that neither one of us it was we didn't like something right mm-hmm. and so we discussed it and we moved forward with it and we respected it and we were able to come out on the other end of that. Yeah. And I think that also putting people like that in your life that are able to absorb it and say, like, hey, I didn't like this. And yeah, it's going to suck to hear it for a second. But then if you're willing to say, like, that behavior made them uncomfortable mm-hmm. or vice versa, you know, you can get through that and, you know, you you can change that behavior because you care about that person enough. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. And you can do that with grace, right? You can do that in a way that maybe you're not calling them out at the table at dinner with all these people mm-hmm. and making them uncomfortable and making them self-conscious. Maybe later on you're like, hey, can I talk to you about like something happened dinner the night? Oh, sure. What was it? Like, I don't feel the need to like embarrass somebody, right? No, like, but if you do it two or three you. times. Oh, if you try to embarrass me, I'm going to embarrass you. No, but if you do it like <laughs> two or three times and we've had this discussion, now I'm going to oh, call yeah, you out yeah. in front of everybody mm-hmm. because you don't care. Absolutely. <laughs> or if they're doing it with ill intentions yeah. to get a rise out of you or somebody else at the table. I think one of my biggest weaknesses is I can't stand watching somebody get picked on that doesn't know how to defend themselves or refuses to or doesn't see that they're being picked on. Mm-hmm. I'm like activated at that point. Like now, now I got to take you down. Like how I say say certain words. <laughs> <laughs> you and Eric will always be picking on me about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? That you, part. Who activated who? I think Eric activated you and you're picking on me. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's depends. Okay. Depends he on says the water. <laughs> <laughs> Special. <laughs> Sorry, you say monster. You, can, you got one for me. Come on. What is it? <laughs> you're going to drink your milk on the roof? <laughs> <laughs> you said two. Bitch. <laughs> I had to think of them uh, quickly. It's <laughs> funny. But I think the main takeaway is that try to remember. You're responsible for what you say, not how people hear it. 
And the other side of that coin is just because you interpret it that way doesn't mean they meant it that way. So maybe stop and think, is it really something worth being affected by? So much to do really your day or your friendship or your conversation or your date or whatever. And if it is, bring it up. Bring it up because you have no idea what the outcome will be until you try it. Test that theory. That part. And that's a wrap. If you like what you heard, make sure to like, follow, and subscribe. And as always, you can listen on Apple, Spotify, and more. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube for video podcast. We'll see you next week.